Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. He's going to miss. He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. Yeah, jump around, grab a Let's do it. Our question of the day today, are you ready to turn the page to basketball? This guy's always ready to turn the page to basketball. Pat Bradley joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Hello, Patrick. What's up, boys? Um, ratings and revenue, hopefully, but you never know. All I'll tell you this is there's a lot of people over here golfing and a lot of smiles on their faces when they found out we had Corky's yeah. for lunch, but a lot of sadness that you're not here, Pat. And if you miss one more Buzz Golf Tournament, I mean, we're going to have an issue, bud. I think you just need to get your butt back here for these. I know I need to. You know, I uh, actually haven't golfed that much. I've been battling um, my sciatic nerve. Have you ever had one of these? No, but I know you have. I I've lived it with you, I feel one. like. <laughs> oh, my God. Buddy, I haven't uh, golfed in a while, but I'm, I'm, I'm feeling better, so we'll definitely hit the links when I come back. What else is it keeping you from doing? You know what? Forget it. I don't even want to know. Anyway, Pat, um, let's talk about uh, basketball because, I mean, we saw the red-white game the other day. Arkansas did something we haven't seen since, I think, the Bradley era. I mean, they were knocking down shots. That's not really true. There were some, obviously, great shooters along the way since you. But uh, it was good to see, as a team, having multiple guys knocking down jumpers. And as a guy who loves to shoot it and make it, I can shoot it. You know, I'm going to make it. That's the important part. Uh, You had to be pretty excited about what you saw there. Yeah, and – it's been a theme. I think with Coach Moss, we saw his his first year, I think it was they, they didn't have size. So next year he brings in size. He Through the transfer portal, he recruited size. Uh, obviously, last year was shooting. So now he goes in transfer portal. He makes sure a guy like Joseph Pinion doesn't transfer uh, because he realizes the value of having a guy like that. Not only is, is he a big body guy, but he can shoot and he can – he can make a difference. So I think each year Coach Moss has added to where the weaknesses were to try to find that sweet spot because you're always going to need size. You're always going to need um, – obviously he's a more of a defensive-minded coach, so he wants to have that element <clears throat> on his team. But, um, you know, you're going you're gonna to have to find that combination of guys that make shots. I mean, if you're going to want – if you to win a national championship, you have to have that combination of uh, skill sets and – yeah, I don't know if, if if this year is the year, but he's he's certainly done a great job of getting all of those things together on the same team. Pat, I, I was kind of excited uh, just this team and the scoring that they had. You you could see they yeah. just had some scores: Davenport, L. Ellis, uh, and, and Graham. Uh, but and that's the, you, you, probably maybe two of their best scores weren't even playing in the game. Uh, due to injuries. So this looks like they, it could be a very uh, offensive team, a team that can get after, and score a lot of points. And, you know, Musselman's going to have them playing defense, and that's going to be an important yeah. part of this team. But to have those those scores, that's something they, they've missed, it, you know, to multiple scores. They've had scores, but it looks like this is a team that maybe five guys can go out there on any particular night and score, give you 20. Yeah, and you mentioned Ellis, who averaged, what, 17-18 last year for Louisville, Khalif Battle. 
Average about 18 for Temple. So, and, and we've seen, you know, Devo isn't thought of as a guy that's going to average close to 20. We've seen him even last year. He shot the ball at times, you know, what, 40% from the three-point line. So he was putting up some numbers, uh, even in Trevor Brazil. So I think you're right. I think there's multiple guys on this team that can give you 20-plus at any given night. Um, you know, I go back to last year. It was Ricky Council was somebody that was putting up some big numbers. And you really didn't know, you know, although, you know, Anthony Black obviously had a great season, but he was sort of the floor general out there. But you just didn't know where, where else you'd get it from, you know, especially when Trevin went down and Nick Smith. But this year he's got plenty of options for guys um, where he can drop a play. Uh, it's just going to be consistency. Who's going to be – you don't want – I hope we're not sitting here saying, you know, well, Trevin got 25 tonight and where was everybody else? You know, you want a level of consistency by a, a couple of guys every single game. You don't want it just to be one guy and uh, where everybody else then takes off a night. But that that helps to have multiple options that can do that. Does a team have to have a, a pecking order, so to say, when it comes to offense? You know, you got your go-to guy and – and then your secondary guy is that necessary? Um, it 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 isn't necessary. We, you know, I played in an offense I call it equal opportunity, and it was a free flowing offense. And I think with you know we saw Muss at times with his personnel. I remember he came in and Mason Jones was the guy that was highlighted offensively. <clears throat> um, when Moses Moody's freshman year, eventually he became sort of the I would say the focal point where everybody could play off him just because he was so talented. He could shoot it. He could get it to the free throw line. Last year there were times where Ricky Council was, and I think that was based on personnel. So I think this could be more of an equal opportunity offense um, where guys sort of understand maybe there's multiple options on a play. And, and there will be times where he does definitely isolates guys. I think that's one of the great things that him and his staff do throughout the course of the game is they sort of identify where their strengths are, weaknesses to get mismatches, and then the second half attack that mismatch with one particular guy or two guys um, throughout the course of the of the game once they figure out where, the, where they can take advantage of it. So um, so to, to your point, there may be somebody who emerges. If there is, it just because he's, his skill set is re- pretty unique in Trevin Brazil. I mean, he could shoot the three. Obviously, big enough to finish in the paint, um, run pick and rolls with him. I mean, think about what what that could, kid could do in a pick and roll, pick and pop, pick and pick and roll to the hoop, alley oop, everything. So, um, you know, he may be the guy eventually. Perhaps. Uh, Perhaps. Patrick, a couple of generic questions here. Uh, I saw this. This was sent to me from a listener about. Mark Stoops, and I would say that Arkansas is doing a, probably a pretty good job on NIL stuff, although maybe not good enough. I don't know. Uh, he says uh, he was he was responding to a caller that called into his coach's show this week. Fans have the right to complain. I give it to them. I just encourage them to donate more because that's what those dudes are doing. I can promise you, Georgia, they bought some pretty good players. You're allowed to these days. We could use some help. This is the world we live in, boys. That's pretty – Mark Stoop said that? He did. 
That's um, – yeah, he's right. I figured Kentucky wouldn't have a problem, but I guess Kentucky basketball and Kentucky football, something like maybe aren't on the same playing field, if you will, at times. But that that is uh, – did you guys see that article where they're, they're trying to have the school be more directly involved with the NIL and, and how they do everything it was on ESPN? I guess there's a committee that met maybe last week to talk about that. Uh, it's a pretty interesting article about the next step in NIL where schools can negotiate deals, I guess you could say, for players. Yeah. Which hmm. is going to be um, – I'm sure that will help schools like, you know, well, Kentucky football. I think Arkansas football – probably isn't where Arkansas basketball is on an NIL level right now, and I'm sure they could use a little help. I'm quite sure. Let's uh, talk about the league, Pat. Well, next week, I guess, is media day. Is that right? I think that's right. It's coming yes, up sir. here in the next week or two. Yeah. Um, give me a predicted order of finish uh, with Arkansas in the pecking order, hopefully in the top five somewhere. They get a chance to win the league. They really have a chance to win the league. Tennessee, it is, it'll probably be – my predicted order, um, I'll put the Hogs one, but I think we'll come out of SEC Media Day with uh, Tennessee one, Hogs two, um, A&M three, Kentucky four, just because they have so many freshmen. They got a bunch of stud freshmen coming in, but that doesn't, that doesn't <clears throat> um, impress people as much as it did maybe 10 years ago <laughs> people are like ah you know we we saw you know you can bring in a bunch of five-star mcdonald's and we did it last year and if, you know maybe if there was the uh, nick dick and hurdle would have worked out differently but um but i got the we hogs have, uh, winning and, and we have a, who else did i leave out auburn Al- oh, alabama alabama, alabama yep. yeah they they got they got a, they got that transfer Grant Nelson. I don't know if you guys remember him. He is an absolute stud. Big six ten kid can mm-hmm. can handle. He could play the he can play the point guard. He probably will play some point guard this year too. Um, That's the Dakota kid. Yes, yes. He's a prized prized transfer. Yeah, um, Arkansas was rumored to be in the running for him, right? More than rumored. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yes, came down between Arkansas and Alabama. How come Arkansas lost? How much money did he get? <laughs> hmm. Well, that's what kind you of, know that talking about the offense, point? the offensive style. Um, you know, Alabama and ask, Oates, they shoot yeah, a bunch of threes. I'm sure that's what it was. Um, at what point do we start offering these kids like, okay, I'm going to give you access to a private jet in the off season, up oh, to man. X amount of times. Like, I mean, I don't know what's next. I mean, they're already giving these everybody like in Utah. It's like you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. I mean, what's next? You're going to give them a jet to use. They're going to, like, have a net jet deal, and they're like, all right, starting quarterback, you get 42 hours of, of jet yeah. time a year. That's smart. Yeah, thank you. I'm good I'm good at this yeah. stuff. I can spend other people's money like nobody's business. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where the line's going to be drawn, PB. It's just it's pretty funny to me, but whatever. Well, just, yeah, we, well, I'm not even complaining about, anymore. Right. We talked about it before. It's it's sort of what 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 is somebody willing to? What is a business willing to pay or willing to do? And it, I've talked to people who said it's not worth it for me. I'll never be one of those that kind of puts up that kind of money for either recruit or current player. And then there are some businesses who you you and I know, 
some people who are willing to do that. And I guess if, you know, somebody does have a private jet and they understand how to work that into the NIL deal, then technically it's legal. <laughs> I got one more thing and we'll let you go. Uh, they can basically give uh, Drew Holiday whatever he wants. Uh, it's the newest member of the Celtics. How do you feel about him, and what does this mean for your team? To me, it just puts all the pressure on them to win the whole thing this year, right? I think they are the favorite. There's no doubt. Uh, the Bucks, uh obviously are in prime position. They get a really good three with um, Giannis, Middleton, and Dame Lillard. But watching the Celtics the other night in, in preseason game, they were certainly trying to highlight Chris Stapp's poor Zingas. And get him involved because, you know, everyone knows what Tatum and Brown bring. But, um, yeah, what a fun they've, – they've got a strong seven, seven guys, eight guys, really strong. And they just um, they just signed the, the kid Peyton Pritchard to a long-term deal, which was good to see. So, yeah, I love what they look like. I love what you look like, Pat Bradley. Can't wait to see your face. Are you guys playing Next. today? Nope. No, no, no. I'm not, not stepping foot on the golf course till you come back to town. Get out there with me. It's no fun you without you. You give someone else a chance to win today. Very, That's what very I just told somebody. I literally just told the guy that. He's like, you're not playing. I'm like, nah, I'll give you guys a chance to win this week. <laughs> so, All right, well, I don't know if me hitting the tree is going to really throw Thank you, guys. Here. Yes, appreciate Terry. Where's Terry? We didn't get Terry in this tournament. Why isn't he playing today? Hmm. He's probably out there working. Oh, he's slinging that floor tile, carpet, and hardwood and such. Until they do it. Until they do it. All right, PB. Listen, buddy, I appreciate you. I'll call you uh, right, later today. We'll talk soon. And I uh, hope to see your face in the not-too-distant right, future, you, too. Ciao. Love you, buddy. See you. Pat Bradley, ladies and gentlemen.